most of us don't know much about the Honorable Marcus Garvey. But after this podcast, hopefully, you know just a little bit about his thought process and what he was trying to do. Let's get into it. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave you. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave you. They gave leadership to our poor parents and that leadership made them slaves. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and my sisters, my family, and welcome to another episode of Jacob Seed Podcast, where the diaspora speaks. I am your host, Yermiyahu, and the purpose of this podcast is to get um, uplifting, encouraging, thought-provoking content out to the African-American community who are a part of the Shemitic diaspora. Um, If you have not subscribed to this podcast, I would ask that you subscribe to this podcast. You can go to jacobseedpodcast.com and subscribe to this podcast as well as subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, there's a link there for the store so you can buy merch as well. Everybody who's been supporting this podcast so far, I thank you. Um, As I always say, it does not go out overlooked. Um, I'm humbled. I'm overjoyed um, that you would even take the time to listen to anything um, that I would have to say, because at the end of the day, nobody knows everything. And I'm just um, I'm thankful that the Most High um, has used my voice uh, to encourage you all um, to be a better person, uh, to be a better you. Um, So as I mentioned in my in my intro um, today, we'll be talking about Marcus Garvey. Actually, today, Marcus Garvey will be um, essentially uh, talking for himself. Um, So a lot of us don't know a lot about the Honorable Marcus Garvey and depending on what. history book you read you either love him or you hate him uh but the but the the crust of the matter is that in a time of great opportunity this brother was the only brother who was speaking to our people about creating something of our own there was a lot of people out there who wanted to um collude with our oppressors who wanted to uh, free ourselves through higher education through the working of our hands and none of those things are bad because I believe in education and I do believe in hard work. But at the same time, I do not believe in those avenues as freedom. We are still under the, uh, under the system of our oppressors. The Honorable Marcus Garvey um, was the only brother brave enough to say that we need to break away from these systems in these other nations and create our own thing. Um, but unfortunately, he had a lot of infighting going on. A lot of people who, uh, who looked like him who was convinced that white is right. So um, hopefully after this podcast, I'll play one of his speeches. Um, If you don't know, at the recording of this podcast, um, a couple days ago was his birthday. So um, although I do not celebrate birthdays per se, I do celebrate awesome human beings that the Most High has made, especially those human beings who try to move us in the right direction. Um, So I'll play one of his speeches where he discusses his idea of freedom. And I hope by doing this, it encourages you and inspires you to do something awesome in your own community. Did not suffer and die to give me an education to slight, oppress, or discourage my people. 
Because whatsoever education I acquired out of their sacrifice of over 300 years, I shall use for the salvation of the 400 million black people of the world. And the day when I forsake my people, may God Almighty say there shall be no more life for you. I unequivocally rejected the racist assumption of much white American Christianity. Namely, that God had created a black man inferior and that he had intended Negroes to be a servant class, hewers of wood and drawers of water. Well, I predicated my view of man on the doctrine of Imago Dei. All men, regardless of color, are created in the image of God. Now, from this premise follow the equality of all men and the brotherhood of all men. The biblical injunction of Acts 17.26 reminds us that he created of one blood all nations of men that dwell on the face of the earth. I was most interested in brotherhood within his own race. Because if Negroes are created in God's image and Negroes are black, then God must in some sense be black. If the white man has the idea of a white God, let him worship his God as he desires. We have found a new ideal. Because whilst our God has no color, and yet it is human to see everything through one's own spectacles. And since the white people have seen their God through their white spectacles, we have only now started to see our God through our own spectacles. But we believe in the God of Ethiopia, the everlasting God, God of Father, God of Son, God of Holy Ghost, the one God of all ages. That is the God in whom we believe, but we shall worship him through the spectacles of Ethiopia. For 250 years we have struggled under the burden and rigors of slavery. We were maimed, we were brutalized, we were ravaged in every way. We are men. We have hopes, we have passions, we have feelings, we have desires just like any other race. The cries raised all over the world of Canada for the Canadians, of America for the Americans, of England for the English, of France for the French, of Germany for the Germans. Do you take it unreasonably we the blacks of the world should raise the cry of Africa for the Africans? The Negro is a man. We represent the new Negro. His back is not yet against the wall. We do not want his back against the wall because that would be a peculiar and desperate position. We do not want him there. It is because of this that we are asking for fair compromise. Where the Belgians have control of the Belgian Congo, which they cannot use, they have not the resources to develop now the intelligence. The French have more territory than they can develop. There are certain parts of Africa in which they cannot live at all. So it is for you to come together and give us a United States of Africa. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are not going to be a race without a country. God never intended it, and we are not going to abuse God's confidence in us as men. We are men, human beings, capable of the same acts as any other race, possessing under fair circumstances the same intelligence as any other race. Now, Africa's been sleeping, not dead, only sleeping. Today, Africa's walking around not only on our feet, but on our brains. You can enslave as was done for 300 years the bodies of men. You can shackle the hands of men. You can shackle the feet of men. You can imprison the bodies of men. But you cannot shackle or imprison the minds of men. <laughs> Dive down, black men, and dig. Reach up, black men and women, and pull all nature's knowledge to you. Turn ye around and make a conquest of everything north and south, east and west. And then when you have wrought well, you will have merited God's blessing. You will have become God's chosen people. And naturally you will become leaders of the world. And as you bow down to the white man today, so a lot of races bow down to you and call you a race of masters because of the superiority of your mind and your achievements. Because no race has the last word on culture and civilization. They do not know what we are capable of. They do not know what we are thinking. They're thinking in terms of dreadnoughts, battle ships, aeroplanes, submarines. You know what we're thinking about? That is our own private business. <laughs> so 
credit for being able to use our minds. And with people becoming conscious of themselves, determined to use their minds, you do not know to what extent they can go. Liberate the minds of men and ultimately you will liberate the bodies of men. We love the white race, not for social fellowship, but for the common brotherhood of God intended we should live. What satisfaction can anyone get in being happy and see his brother wallowing in filth, dirt and disease? How can you be happy living in luxury and your brother's living in disease and then when you try to help the one out of the disease, the subtle culprit talks about disloyalty? Black men of Carthage, black men of Ethiopia, of Timbuktu, of Alexandria gave the light of civilization to this world. Ethiopia shall stretch forth our hands unto God and princes shall come out of Egypt. Because classes, nations, races have been quite quiet for over four centuries. Who has merely borne abuse, insult, humiliation. Whose forbearance can only be compared to the prophet Job has likewise lifted his bowed head and raised it up to God's skies and cried out, I am a man and demand a man's chance and a man's treatment in this world. But I shall teach the black man, I shall teach the black man to see beauty in his own kind and stop bleating his skin and otherwise looking like what he's not. in the days of slavery, race mixture, miscegenation had occurred because the African woman had no protection from the slave master. Therefore, there is no need today for black people to themselves freely continue a practice that smacks so much of slavery. Our critics say that the race problem will be solved through higher education, through better education, and black and white will come together, that they will never happen until Africa is redeemed. Because if those who like W.E.B. Du Bois believe that the race problem will be solved in America through higher education, they will walk between now and eternity and never see the problem solved. God made man lord of his creation, gave him possession and ownership of the world. And you have been so darned lazy that you have allowed the other fellow to run away with the whole world and now he's bluffing you and telling you that the world belongs to him and that you have no part in it. I don't have to apologize to anybody for being black because God Almighty knew exactly what he was doing when he made me black. If black people knew their glorious past, then they would be more inclined to respect themselves. Yes, you heard of Johnny Walker Red. And black. Well, he had his adversities, but he's still going strong. <laughs> well, I intend, with your help and God's grace, to continue. Because my work has only just begun. And future generations shall have in their hands the guide by which they shall know the sins of the 20th century. I know, and I know you too believe in time, but we shall wait patiently for 200 years, if need be, to face our enemies through our posterity. When my enemies are satisfied, in life, I shall come back, or in death, even to serve you as I served before. In life, I shall be the same. In death, I shall be a terror to the be the real Marcus Garvey I would like to be. If I may come in an earthquake or a plague or a pestilence or a God would have me, then be assured that I shall never desert you and make your enemies triumph over you. Will I God not go to hell a million times for you? If I die in Atlanta, my work will only just then begin. For I shall live in the physical or the spiritual to see the day of Africa's glory.
When I am dead, wrap the mantle of the red, the black and the green around me. For in the new life I shall rise up with God's prince and blessings. To lead the millions of the heights and the triumph that you well know. Look for me in a world when I a storm. Look for me all around you. For with God's grace, I shall come back with countless millions of black men and women who have died in America, those who have died in the West Indies, and those who have died in Africa to aid you in the fight for liberty, freedom, and life. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave you. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave you. They gave leadership to our four parents and that leadership made them slaves. But we have decided to find a leadership of our own to make ourselves free men. Our great scholars have passed through the colleges and universities have thrown away the blessed record. Babylon did it. Assyria did it, France under Napoleon did it, Germany under Prince von Bismarck did it, England under America under George Washington did it, Africa with 400 million black people can do it. If you cannot do it, if you are not prepared to do it, then you will die. You race of cowards. You race of imbeciles, you race of good for nothing. If you cannot do what other men have done, what other nations have done, what other races have done, then you have better die. Can we do it? We can do it. We shall do it. We have prayed to God for vision and for leadership. And He has given us our universal vision. A vision that will not limit our possibilities to America. A vision that will not limit our possibilities to the West Indies. But a vision that said it must be a free and redeemed Africa. Christ to crucify, Christ to despise. We appeal to you for help, for succor, for leadership. When you endeavor to carry your burden at the heights of Calvary. When white men spawns you. When white men scorn you, when white men spat upon you, when white men pierce your side out of with blood and water gush forth, it was a black man in the name of Simon the Syrian who took your cross and bore it up the heights of Calvary. And now that we are bearing our burden, it being so heavy, we just ask that you just help us all up the heights. Oh yes, the cause is grand, the cause is glorious. Surely we shall not turn back. Oh, Ceylon, 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 almighty ship of state, Ceylon. Ceylon until the flag of the red, the black and the green is perched upon the hills of their Africa. Because the time has come for the black man to forget his hero worship of other races. And to create and emulate heroes of his own. We must canonize our own saints. Create our own matters and elevate the positions of fame and honor black men and women who have made a distinct contribution to our racial history. Sojourner Truth is worthy of a place of sainthood alongside the throne of Ark. Christmas Harris and George William Gordon are entitled to the halo of martyrdom with no less glory than the martyrs of any other race. Toussaint Levitor's brilliancy as a soldier or a statesman outshone that of any other people, hence he's entitled to the highest place as a hero among men. Because Africa's created millions and countless millions of black men and women in war and peace, whose luster and bravery outshone that of any, any other people. So why not see good and perfection in ourselves? We must inspire our literature and promulgate a doctrine of our own without any apologies to the powers that be. That's right, it's ours and God. 
Let sentiments and cross opinions go to the winds. We are entitled to our own opinions and are not obligated to or bound by the opinions of others. If others laugh at you, return the laughter to them. If they mimic you, return the compliment with equal force. Because they have no more right to dishonor, discredit you in manhood than you have in dealing with them. Honor them when they honor you. Disrespect and disregard them when they vilely treat you. Their arrogance is but skin deep. An assumption that has no foundation in morals or in law. They have sprung from the same family tree of obscurity as we have. Their history is as rude in its primitiveness as ours. Their ancestors were running wild in living in trees of branches like monkeys as ours. They made human sacrifices, ate the flesh of their own dead and wild meat from beasts for centuries, even as they have accused us of doing. Their cannibalism is more prolonged than ours. When we were embracing the, the banks of the, of the Nile, they were still drinking blood out of the, out of the skulls of their conquered dead. After our civilization had reached the noonday of progress, they were still living in holes with bats, rats and other insects and animals. After we had already unfathomed the mystery of the stars and reduced the heavenly constellation to minute and regular calculus, they were still backwards men living in ignorance and in blatant darkness. The world is indebted to us for the benefits of civilization. They stole our arts and sciences from Africa. Then why should we be ashamed of ourselves? Their modern improvement. To be, re to be reflected and resurrected by our generation and our posterity. Why should we be discouraged if somebody laughs at us today? Who shall tell what tomorrow will bring forth? Did they not laugh at Christ, Moses, Muhammad? Was there not a, a Carthage, Greece, and Rome? So we see and have changes every day. So pray, walk, be steadfast, and be not dismayed. Because as the Jew is held together by his religion, the white race is by the assumption and the unwritten law of superiority. The Mongolian by the precious tie of blood. Likewise, the black man must unite in one grand racial hierarchy. Our union must know no clan, no nationality. But let us all hold together in every country, in every clime, making a racial empire upon which the sun shall never set. Let no voice but your own speak to you from the depths. Let no influence but your own rouse you in time of peace and time of war. Hear all, but attend only to that which concerns you. Your allegiance shall be to your God, your race, your country. Remember that the Jew in his political and economic origins always works the Jew. The white man is first a white man under all circumstances, so you can do no less. Be black, buy black, think black, and all else will take care of itself. Let no one inoculate you with evil doctrines to suit his own convenience. Charity begins at home. So force to thyself be true, and thou canst not then be false to no man. Because God and nature first made us what we are. And out of our own creative genius, we make ourselves what we want to be. Follow always that great law. Let God and the sky be our limit and eternity our measurement. There is no height to which you cannot climb without the active intelligence of your own mind. Mind creates, 
And as much as we desire in nature, we can have through the creation of our own mind. And today, being scientifically the weaker race, you shall treat others only as they treat you. But in your homes and everywhere possible, you must teach the higher development of science to your children. And make sure, and make sure that we have a race of scientists par excellence. For in religion and science lies our only hope to withstand the evil designs of modern materialism. Never forget your God. Remember that we live, work, and pray for a binding racial hierarchy whose only natural, spiritual, and political limits shall be God and Africa at home and abroad. With one, with God's dearest blessings, I leave you for a while. One love. Wow. So if... Um this was your first time hearing the voice of Marcus Garvey. I hope that you were inspired. I hope that uh, the content was thought-provoking. I hope that the content was encouraging. I hope that even after hearing this, that you would go out into your community, um, take a walk around the block, um, peruse the neighborhood, and see what needs are in your community. Is there a need for better education? We'll create that. Um, is there a need for a healthier corner store? We'll create that. Is there a need for an exercise studio? We'll create that. Is there a need for a podcast? Well, create that too. Whatever the need is in your, com in your community, I hope that this uh, speech has inspired you to come up with some ideas, some creative ideas. Um, and it doesn't have to be, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just need to know that there is a gap. There is a need in your community. And by God, I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, that you are more than capable of fulfilling that need. So whatever it is, uh, pray to the Most High that he would um, reveal to you whatever your spiritual gifting is, and that that gifting would uh, have a, a positive, um, huge impact on your community. Because the crust of the matter is it doesn't um, matter whether or not the people in your community at this point know if they're Hebrews or not. It matters that you put your faith into action. And by putting your faith into action, you then open up the door to having a relationship with the people in your community. Now you can effectively communicate the basura or the gospel with them so that, yes, now they can know that they're Hebrews, that they're Israelites, that their forefathers were Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that they are the Shuva. They ought to return back to the covenant that the Most High made with Abraham that was realized through Jacob and through his grandsons, or I'm sorry, realized through Isaac and then his son Jacob and his grandsons. And one of them grandsons was named Levi. And then on a Mount Sinai, his grandson Moses would give us the covenant on Mount Sinai. Another one of his sons is uh, Judah and his grandson name is David. And through that line, we would get our Messiah, Yahshua. So whatever the need is in your community, just peruse your community. Um, whatever those needs are, you know what they are. I mean, I don't, I don't live where you live. So again, pray to the Most High that he would reveal your spiritual gifting to you. Um, and pray for your community. Uh, pray for the people in your community. Yeah, they... They may be ratchet. Yeah, they may be uneducated. 
yeah, you they may get on your no, uh, get on your nerves time and time again when you go into the uh, when you go into the corner store, but know that that is your family, and it is our job as people who are in the know to bless those who do not know, to pray for those who do not know. So as always, family, uh, keep it ninety eight plus two. Seek the truth, live it out, inform others. Shalom.